Today's show is brought to you by Delicious Obsessions. Real food, real life, and real delicious. Deliciousobsessions.com. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at treyerwilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Treyer. Welcome, everyone, to Mountain Woman Radio. I hope you guys are doing well. Thanks so much for joining me. I am always very humbled to see how many people are listening in and spending their valuable time with me each week. It's amazing, and I really thank you for that. So much going on. This is September. Where the heck did the summer go? Goodness, it flew by. Um, September is National Preparedness Month, and we have a lot going on on our website. I am part of the Prepared Bloggers 30 Days of Preparedness. We This is our second year doing this, and it has been an amazing uh, informational journey. There are 30 posts being shared, one each day, and everything is on a form of preparedness. So I encourage you to check it out. And in addition to checking that out, you can also enter our giveaway. This year, we uh, were able to put together a really nice giveaway that will benefit all of you. So go to treyerwilderness.com slash prepared giveaway, and you will find all the posts also at the very bottom of the giveaway post, you will find um, a link to each of the posts that have been contributed this year. I highly encourage you to check it out. You can also go to my Pinterest page. It's Pinterest.com slash Tammy Treyer, and that's T-R-A-Y-E-R. And uh, you'll find my 30 Days of Preparedness on there. I would love to have you join me on Pinterest and also on Instagram. Instagram is a great place to join us where you will see a lot of the the behind-the-scenes things going on here at Treyer Wilderness. So that is Instagram.com slash Treyer Wilderness. Join us. Join in on the conversations. Facebook, we have a lot of conversations going on there as well. So uh, join us and definitely check that out. I also have an introductory herbal course study group that I have, am starting that will start October 1st, and you can find out more information on that at treyerwilderness.com slash introductory herbal. I really encourage you to check that out. One of the most overlooked aspects of preparedness is our health, and um, I really want to touch on that and, and really educate on that because if even in a natural disaster, uh, our current medical care would be unavailable, you need to take care of your family and educating yourself on that 
and knowing how to do that and what to use is really important. So herbal has been a really big aspect of things as well as essential oils. And I have been involved in natural health since I'm 14. So I really encourage you to check that out. I would love to have as many people as possible joining me on this journey. On this, uh, Again, it's an introductory herbal course, and it's a study group. So the purpose of the study group is so that when you take this online course and get a certificate at the end, you'll make it to the end to get that certificate. Because a lot of times when you do online classes, it's really easy to slack off. There's no accountability. And I wanted to start this group so we'd have fun. We'd have inspiration. We'd have good conversation, meet a lot of new like-minded people, as well as have the accountability to finish it. So uh, join me and also subscribe to our newsletter. You can do that by going to treyerwilderness.com slash newsletter. That is where we really cater to our audience and are able to really share in depth um, what we are about and um, all the knowledge that we have. And stay tuned. We will have classes coming real soon for you to participate in that uh, will really be uh, extremely educational and really add on to your preparedness library of knowledge. So today's episode and podcast, I'm real excited, and this is a very big aspect of preparedness, is being able to cook when there is no electric and when you don't have other means. And this really plays a big role in our summer this year because of all the wildfires. There obviously wasn't the opportunity to have a a fire or a grill going or anything. So I utilize my sun oven a lot, and the sun oven has been a huge, huge help to us here on the homestead for so many reasons. I'll be in my garden working and have my food cooking all day out in the sun oven on my solar kitchen. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you Paul Munson of All American Sun Oven. Thanks so much for joining me today, Paul. Oh, great to be with you. I love talking about sun ovens and, um, you know, a lot of people uh, to look at preparedness uh, start storing food for a long period of time, but uh, one of the big problems is if you've got food stored for a long period of time, finding a way to cook it could be a real difficulty. And if you do try to um, store as much fuel as you do um, food, there's a lot of problems with, um, for example, people who live in urban areas. If you're storing propane, the seals on the canister of propane are only good for five years, so you do have to replace them at least every five years. But in addition to that, people who live in urban areas if they have more propane stored than what's legally allowed by their local municipal ordinances and they would ever have a fire, they could actually be voiding their homeowner's insurance policy or giving the insurance company an out on how much to pay. So one of the things that uh, we try to promote is to try to get people to understand the concept of cooking with the sun because no matter where you are in the United States, um, at least half of the days in many of the areas of the country, as many as 80, 85% of the days, you can cook with the sun. And so the sun oven is a phenomenal way to cook. And so I'm hoping to be able to share a little bit about how you use the sun oven for cooking. You can bake and you can boil and you can steam foods in the sun oven. And um, on a sunny day, it gets up as high as 400 degrees. But very consistently, the sun oven will get 360, 375 degrees and you can cook just about anything with the power of the sun. And uh, one of the great things about the sun oven is, unlike a lot of emergency preparedness items that can be a drain on people's budgets, a sun oven is a phenomenal way to reduce your your utility bills. Um, you, know, you can reduce the utility bills by the amount of cooking fuel you save, but also on a hot summer day, if you 
use a sun oven um, as opposed to bake for baking and do it outdoors, you can really reduce your air conditioning costs a lot. But in addition to that, you'll find that it is absolutely incredible the taste of the food they get with the sun oven. You can cook anything other than fried foods, and it's just amazing the variety of things. If you want one of the most delicious things, just take a, a corned beef, put it in a sun oven, and uh, you can refocus the sun oven every 15 minutes to follow the sun. You can cook a whole corned beef in probably about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, or you can just put it in the morning on a sunny day, let it face south, and I guarantee you you'll never have eaten a corned beef that's more moist and succulent than when it's cooked in the sun. Um, now, there's two ways to cook in a sun oven. Um, you can choose to, if you want to realign it with the sun every 30 minutes, then you're able to cook in a time that's pretty close to cooking in your conventional oven or on your stovetop. And when you, uh, let's say you're going to make a three-pound chicken, if you put a three-pound chicken in a pot and you put it in the sun oven and you then move the sun oven every 30 minutes to follow the sun, you can cook a three-pound chicken in about an hour and a half. Or... You could take a frozen chicken, you could put it in the sun oven in the morning, just set the oven facing south, leave for the day, and come back, and you'd have your food would be done. So the amazing thing about the sun oven is that nothing dries out when you cook in a sun oven and nothing burns. So it's really a, a great way to cook because with nothing burning, you don't have to worry about uh, um, anything overcooking. It's uh, just a phenomenal way to increase what you cook. But when you make things in it, for example, um, you can make a turkey in the sun oven and uh, a roast chicken. Um, the roasts, and I mentioned the corned beef, uh, roasts just come out incredible. Red really has a completely different um, um, texture to it, and the taste is really light. And so you can do all of that with the sun oven. And again, in the summertime, if you use it, it can really save you a lot of money. And um, it's really a delicious when you make bread, and uh, the aroma from baking bread is absolutely incredible. Now, if somebody wants to use the sun oven for baking bread, we do recommend that they do a couple things a little bit different than they do in a conventional oven. Uh, one is that if you're going to bake bread in the sun oven, when you're proofing your bread or you raise your bread, you, really don't, you don't want to raise it to the same heights that you would if you were doing it in your conventional oven. If you let the bread raise so it's just a half to three-quarters of an inch below the top of the bread pan, you preheat the sun oven and you put the bread in, then it will re-raise to exactly the right height. The other thing that I always do when I bake bread in the sun oven is I keep a little spray bottle with some water and I spray a light mist of dough on the uh, bread and just before on the dough just before I put it in, put a light mist of water on the dough, and then the bread turns golden brown and really looks delicious. Now, the reason for that you don't raise the bread or proof it as high as you would if you're going to cook in the conventional oven is that everything in the sun oven is the same heat, the same temperature. So um, when you, let's say you preheat the sun oven to 350 degrees, you open the door and you put the bread in, the temperature is going to drop 50 to 75 degrees because the bread's at the ambient temperature, and then it's going to gradually raise again. Well, if you've already proofed your bread to the um, full height, when that temperature drops and raises, there's a good chance the bread could over-raise and then it could fall. But when you do it with the sun oven, by just doing it about a half to three-quarters of an inch below the top of the pan, it works out really well. And what's nice about the sun oven is that um, on, in full sun, you can cook two loaves of bread in about an hour or so. But on partly cloudy days, I've cooked bread in the sun oven at temperatures as low as 250 degrees, and it takes almost three hours to cook two loaves of bread at that temperature 
but it doesn't dry out. In a regular oven, if you cook bread for three hours, it'd be so dry you wouldn't be able to eat it. Um, another thing that's really delicious is a turkey. Now, the um, sun oven does come with a leveling tray, and that leveling tray can fold up and go on the bottom of the sun oven so that you can have a much bigger chamber, and you can actually make up to a 21-pound turkey in a baking bag. Anytime I've ever made a turkey, um, as anybody who sampled it has found that the light meat has tasted more moist than any dark meat turkey they've ever eaten. So it really is a, a delicious way to cook. Tammy, have we had any questions so far? Yes, we have, and such great information that you're sharing. This is just so awesome. Um, yeah, there are several. Um, one asks, does a sun oven require special pots and pans? No, um, basically anything that's oven safe can be used in the sun oven. So as long as you can use Corningware, you can use Pyrex, um, you can use glass world, uh, glassware of any sort. Um, many people, our viewers, like using silicone in the sun oven. And uh, in addition to that, I mentioned the two ways to cook if you're going to cook quickly or cook slowly. You can use a Dutch oven in the sun oven. Now, a Dutch oven is going to take about an hour and a half longer to come up to temperature than an enamelware pot will. Um, the enamelware is the most uh, the, the fastest way to cook in the sun oven because um, it's thin and it's not a dark, uh, it's thin and dark and it absorbs the sun. Because it's thin, there's not a lot of mass in the oven. So if you, um, you want to slow cook, though, using a Dutch oven is wonderful because even though it takes a long time to come up to temperature, once the Dutch oven has reached its full temperature, then it will retain the heat and allow the food to finish cooking. The only kind of pot or pan that you need to be careful of using in the sun oven is something that's shiny, like stainless steel. You can still use a shiny pot in the sun oven as long as you take and you put a dark dish towel over the top of the pot, and that keeps the light from reflecting out of the sun oven. And by the way, anything you cook in the sun oven other than bakery goods does need to be cooked in a pot with a lid on it or in a baking bag that's sealed to seal the moisture inside the pot. So you do need lidded pots to cook in the sun oven, but you can use anything that's oven safe. Awesome. I actually used my Dutch oven, but I put it out in my sun oven and let it preheat with the oven and then added my food to it. So mm. I like using my cast iron. Mm -hmm. But um, we do have some other questions. Someone asked, how warm does it need to be outside before I can cook? Can I use it in the winter? Okay. Well, um, you, a sun oven will usually preheat to about 20 degrees, I'm sorry, to about 300 degrees in about 20 minutes. So it doesn't take long to preheat. I recommend preheating the sun oven for everything. And we suggest when you, just before you start preparing your food, put your sun oven out in the sun, allow it to preheat, and um, it takes about 20 minutes to get up to temperature. And the, in the winter, you can use the sun oven. It works really well in the winter. The only difference between summer cooking and winter cooking is that in the winter, the days are a lot shorter, so it's kind of difficult to slow cook in the winter. But um, the ambient temperature doesn't make any difference. You can actually, uh, we're located in Illinois where we have a lot of snow, and I've cooked many times by taking a sun oven and setting it in a snowdrift. Um, the sun oven has a leg, which I'll explain a little bit uh, later, that allows you to adjust the angle of it to meet the winter sun, so you can um, set it wherever the sun is in the horizon, and it works wonderfully in the winter. Excellent. Okay. And, okay, um, can more than one thing be cooked at the same time? Yes. Um, you can, uh, because the whole chamber is the, an even temperature, you can cook multiple things at the same time. For example, um, 
the pots that we're going to be talking about that uh, um, will be coming with the special package we'll be offering later is a set of stackable pots so that you can stack one three-quart pot on top of another one and cook two different things. But even with those two pots in there, there's actually room on the leveling tray to, two, to put two quart-sized canning jars if you wanted to cook side dishes in the canning jars. Or sometimes when I'm cooking in the double pots, I'll take some ears of corn and I'll put three or four ears of corn on each side of the sun oven and a couple on the top of the pots and um, cook those along with the meal. So as long as it fits in the sun oven, then you're able to cook with it. So um, you can do a wide variety of different things. One of the things that's great about the sun oven, too, is a lot of people have dehydrated or freeze-dried foods as part of their food storage. And the sun oven is by far the most fuel-efficient or energy-efficient way to rehydrate your freeze-dried or your dehydrated preparedness foods. Um, when you look at the cans or the packages of your freeze-dried foods, there's always a, a recipe on there that will tell you to boil a certain amount of water first and then pour the boiling water over the food and um, mix it in. With the sun oven, you can actually just start with cold water and you use about 25% less water than you would if you were, than the, the recipe calls for. Just put it in the pan with your freeze-dried or dehydrated foods, stir it thoroughly and put it in the sun oven and um, it will rehydrate perfectly without boiling the water first, which is a huge energy saving. Some people, for example, have butane canisters as their backup for um, a way to cook if there was no power. But one of the things that you'd find is that if you were going to rehydrate a meal for your family, you'd use a third to half a canister of butane just to boil the water first. So if you use the sun oven and you don't have to use another source of fuel and you don't have to boil the water first, the energy savings is huge and it really makes a, a big difference. Um, Another interesting thing about the sun oven is uh, making hard-boiled eggs. Um, if you're going to make hard-boiled eggs in the sun oven, you don't even use water. If you just take, um, I teach sun oven classes all over the world. I've had a chance to teach them on five different continents. When I'm in a third-world country and I'm trying to get women to understand the even, non-drying heat of the way the sun oven works, I will often have somebody bring me an egg, and I just set an egg on the shelf of the sun oven, and if I just put one egg in in about 35 minutes, I have a perfect hard-boiled egg. And um, you can boil eggs without water, but any of your listeners, anybody who's listening who raises chickens or ever gets fresh eggs knows how difficult it is to peel a freshly laid egg. It's just about impossible to peel without kind of gouging your finger in the egg um, and the egg white when you're doing it. But if you hard-boil it without water in the sun oven, the egg will peel immediately without having to um, worry about storing it for a period of time. So if you were gathering eggs and wanting to prolong the storage time without refrigeration, hard-boiling them allows them to have a longer shelf life than if you just left a plain egg. And you can actually take cardboard egg cartons, rip the lids off them, and do two dozen eggs at a time in the sun oven. And generally when I do eggs in the sun oven, if I'm doing two dozen, after about an hour or so I'll open the sun oven and using a, uh, an oven mitt or a, 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 a hot pad, I'll take one egg, set it on a table, and spin it. If you've ever spun a hard-boiled egg, it spins nice and even like a top, and that's how you can tell it's done. If I spin it and it's still a little wobbly, I put it back in for another 10 minutes, and then it's a perfect way to have eggs. So it really works great for for hard-boiled eggs, and particularly with fresh eggs. I've actually been in people's homes who raise chickens and taken an egg within 20 minutes of dropping out of the chicken, 
her bottle in the sun oven and it came out perfectly. Um, besides for cooking, there's a lot of things you can use the sun oven for. Um, you can use it to boil or pasteurize water, and we'll be talking about water pasteurization a little bit later um, as we go on. Um, you can also use it for sun tea, or um, we'll be talking about how you can use it as a solar dryer or dehydrator, so you can dehydrate um, meats or vegetables, um, you can make jerky or um, fresh fruit. Um, you can use it to heat water for things like a sponge bath. Um, if you've got grains and things stored and they wind up getting bugs in them, you can actually put the grain or dried foods into the sun oven and that will kill off any incantations of bugs that come in. You can use it for doing dishes. You can use it for drying firewood. Um, you can use it to, in the winter, if you take your sun oven and you um, turn one of the latches in and you put the glass on top of the latch so moist air can escape out, so the air can get into the chamber and you put a long burning candle and you put your sprouting in, you'll find your winter sprouting will actually go faster than your summer sprouting does. So it's something that uh, really is you know, a phenomenal way to, um, there's a number of things as I say that you can use the sun oven for besides just for cooking. And we did answer this question a little bit earlier, but um, I do want to mention you can use the sun oven year-round. The rule of thumb in using the sun oven is pretty clear. There has to be enough sun to cast a shadow. If it's overcast at a point where you can't see a shadow, then it's not going to be a good day to cook in the sun oven. As long as you can see a shadow, then you are able to cook. Keep in mind it's going to take longer on a day when it's overcast outside than it will on a day, and partly cloudy, than on a day when it's full sun, but you can still use the sun oven regardless of the temperature, and it works just fine. Um, one of the other things I wanted to mention is that the sun oven is made in the United States, and um, sun ovens aren't a new product. They've been out for 28 years. I took over making them from the inventor about 17 years ago, and uh, one of the things that uh, you've, um, you've people can know when they buy a sun oven is that it's made in the U.S. and all of the parts in it except for the thermometer are made in the U.S. And so we, you know, have a, you know, we're very committed to the idea of how sun ovens can um, help people prepare for emergencies. We feel somewhat hypocritical if we were doing that by then having the sun ovens made outside of the U.S. But in addition to making them in the United States, uh, we also work in a number of different countries around the world. And sun ovens are in use in about 130 countries around the world. And we've licensed entrepreneurs to make sun ovens in Haiti and in Ghana and the Dominican Republic and Uganda and Ethiopia and Mauritania. And one of the things that um, people should know about sun ovens is that um, we don't solicit donations or anything for our work internationally, but when you buy a sun oven in the United States, that helps us accomplish what we want to accomplish overseas. So we do have sun ovens a lot of different places. The reason we're so passionate about our work around the world is there's still 2.5 billion people who cook with wood, charcoal, or animal dung as their primary cooking fuel. And when a woman cooks over a wood or a charcoal fire, she inhales the same amount of smoke as smoking three packs of cigarettes a day. Each year in the continent of Africa alone, uh, 1.6 million children under the age of five die of respiratory diseases directly related to the indoor air pollution of cooking fires. So when we can replace 80 or 90 percent of that cooking fuel with the sun, it has a huge benefit for the health of women and children. It helps prevent deforestation, and it really makes a difference. So those of you who have sun ovens, I really want to thank you because that's how we fund our work around the world. 
Now, one of the things that really makes sun ovens very, very unique is that um, the parts that go into making it. Sometimes sun ovens get compared to um, solar cookers that people make out of cardboard, or many people, their children have had a, excuse me, a project with um, making a, a, some sort of a solar cooker for a science fair, and you can find it, take, you can make something that's going to cook, take you three hours to make a hot dog. But the sun oven has some really high quality components in it. The, there's a gasket in the sun oven, which is warranted for 15 years, but it forms an airtight seal. And that's the reason the sun oven will always get at least 75 to 100 degrees hotter than any homemade solar cookers or anything else that's out there. The reflectors on the sun oven are made of an anodized aluminum. They're 86% reflective, so 86% of the light that shines into the reflectors goes right into the oven's chamber, but they'll never oxidize, rust, or corrode, and they clean just like glass. So you use Windex or vinegar water or whatever you use for cleaning windows you can use for cleaning the reflectors, and they will last a lifetime. The outer box of the sun oven is made of a durable plastic, an ABS plastic, there's a, a bezel or wooden frame that's made of uh, a kiln-dried poplar wood. And then there's an inner box of the oven that's made out of a black anodized aluminum. And, but between the aluminum inner box and the plastic outer box, there's a very thick bed of a non-toxic food-grade fiberglass insulation. And then the door of the sun oven is made of a low-iron-tempered glass. And the low-iron, by taking the iron content out of the glass, it filters a lot less sun out of it, and uh, I, uh, that allows more sun to get into the chamber of the oven. And so there are some high-quality um, components that go into making the oven. The sun oven um, was designed with the idea it could be used in a third-world country for 15 years with no maintenance, which pretty much means that if you use it in the U.S. and you put it in a garage or a storage shed when you're not using it, then you're able to... Um, pretty much uh, will last a lifetime. I took over making the ovens from the inventor in um, 1998, but they've been on the market since 1986, and I bump into people often who bought them from the inventor in the late 80s, and they're still using their sun ovens. So it will last a lifetime. And the sun oven, there's two things in it that are warranted. The reflectors are warranted for 15 years against um, any kind of rust or oxidizing or corrosion. Um, and the gasket is warranted for 15 years that it won't fail and won't crack. And in all the years I've been working with sun oven, I've actually never seen reflectors lose their reflectivity or a gasket fail. So um, the 15-year warranty, it's not like a product that somebody comes out with brand new and says, oh, yeah, it's going to last a lifetime. We've seen sun ovens used in a lot of different places, and they really last a, a, a great deal of a long time. So... Um, and as I mentioned earlier, when we've got a very simple business model, what we try to do is we try to help people in the United States save energy and prepare for emergencies, and then we use a portion of the proceeds from that to work in third world countries. Have we gotten any new questions, Tammy? We have. We've got quite a few. Um, first one I'm seeing here is, do I need special recipes to cook in a sun oven? No. The only thing you do in the sun oven that's any different at all is that if you're doing something with water, you use 20-25% less water. So if you're making rice or you're making something that uh, um, you would normally have a recipe for water, if you use a little less water, you'll find that it will go easier. If you did use the same amount of water, the water would eventually um, 
get absorbed into it, it would just take a little bit longer to cook, but you can pretty much use any recipe that you choose, um, and it will work just fine with the sun oven. Okay. And here's a real interesting one. Can I use a pressure cooker in a sun oven? No, unfortunately you can't. Um, the pressure cooker is needs a way to vent, and the sun oven is an airtight seal. So if the pressure cooker, as it starts releasing the pressure, it would build up inside the sun oven, and it, it could be dangerous. So we do not recommend using a pressure cooker in the sun oven. Some people use the liners from their pressure cookers or the liners from their crock pots in the sun oven, and that works fine. But an actual pressure cooker you can't use in the sun oven. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, that could be pretty ugly. Um, there is an, there's a couple more people. <laughs> I, I don't want to experiment that much. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, there's a couple other questions. You want one or two sure. more? Sure. No, wait, 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 we can take a couple more now. If you want to ask one or two more now, that'd be great. Okay, fantastic. Um, one is: Will food brown when cooked in a sun oven? Yes, you can brown food when cooked in the sun oven. Um, some things, for example, when you make, uh, say, a chicken, if you make it in a pot with a glass lid, you'll find it will brown real nicely. If you make it in a pot like with the enamelware lid, it doesn't necessarily brown. But if you rub some um, uh, olive oil or sprinkle a little bit of paprika on it or you can rub butter on it um, and put it in even with a pot with a solid lid then it will brown. I'd mentioned earlier when you bake bread if you spray a, spray a light mist of water on the dough then your bread will brown even at a lower temperature. So um, with many things like the skin of a roast or you know, say a chicken or a turkey um, olive oil or butter or paprika, um, just adding that allows it to brown. And they do get really, really nice. Something else I've made is like apple crisp and peach crisp in there, and they just get fantastic. Yeah, one of the neat things about the, you know, with the even heat of the sun oven, um, one gentleman who owns a store that I teach classes at um, fairly often, every time he introduces me, says that just about every Sunday before he goes to church, they take and they put a roast in the top in the bottom part of their sun oven and take uh, and make uh, an apple or peach crisp or cobbler and put it in the top pot. And they just set the sun oven where the sun's going to be halfway in the time they're going to church. When they come home, they've got a cooked meal. And um, he, every time he says it, he says he's absolutely amazed that um, he's done that probably a hundred times and he still can't believe you can cook something as diverse as an apple crisp and a roast at exa for exactly the same temperature, for exactly the same length of time, and still both come out perfect, but that's one of the just really unique things about cooking in the sun oven. <laughs> and it is, and I can totally attest to that because I'll do my gardening and and put food out in the morning and enjoy it at the end of the day and same thing. It's just, it's amazing. It's such a great tool. We, we do have another question here. Does food need to be stirred? No, it does not. It needs to be mixed thoroughly before you start cooking. So you, you want to stir and mix water or whatever you're mixing in with it and get it in. But once it's in the sun oven, because there's an even heat in the sun oven, the food inside the pot, the pot itself, and the air around the pot all heat evenly. So because they heat evenly, you don't have to stir food. If you think about your stove burner when you put a pot on it, you've always got a pot on the stove burner, and then if you don't stir it, the pot's hotter than the food and it burns. But because of that even heat, you don't need to stir food in the sun oven, so it's very, very low maintenance while you're cooking it. The thing that's amazing about the sun oven is how easy it is to use. I think sometimes people get intimidated when we start talking about that you want to line it with the sun and setting it up, but the sun oven is designed so it, it folds up and it carries like a suitcase. It 
only weighs 23 pounds. It's very easy to carry. Some people actually store their pots and pans. They'll wrap them up in a towel and put them inside the sun oven so they have it all as one self-contained unit. And uh, you can pick it up and pretty much take it anywhere. Um, the reflectors on the sun oven are a simple one-piece um, reflector set. Um, they take less than five seconds to set up. You literally have a snap that holds them in place. You loosen the snap and then you can pop the reflectors right into place. So it's not at all difficult to get the reflectors, um, you know, in place. And then the sun oven is equipped with, the all-American sun oven is equipped with easy track indicators. And um, what those are is they're simple cubes that have two holes in them. And when the sun shines through the top hole, you just center it over the bottom hole, and then you know that... Um, the sun oven's aligned with the sun. So there's no guesswork to having to align it with the sun. It's really very simple to align just by using those indicators. The reason we have two of them is that some people like to use their sun ovens on a table. Some people like to use their sun oven on the ground. And one of them is designed so that you could um, see it if it was setting on the table. The other one's designed so if you're standing behind the sun oven and looking into it, you could then see um, that it's aligned. So they both do exactly the same thing, but it takes any guesswork out of aligning it with the sun. The sun oven also has um, a, uh, a leg in the back that allows you to raise or lower it to be able to meet the sun wherever it is in the horizon. So um, when you look at the cube, it tells you if you need to raise or you need to lower it. And then uh, the leg is actually made in a T-shape. There's 10 different settings, so you can set it for in the early morning or the winter when the sun is way off in the horizon. You raise it way up. Pretty much during the summer, you don't really even use the leg unless you're cooking real early in the morning or late in the afternoon. But the nice thing about the alignment leg is it's a T-shape, and it also has... Uh, comes with two stakes, and the stakes then allow you to stake it in the ground, or if you had on a table, you can hook a bungee cord uh, strap into it and uh, keep it from blowing over. And so you can use it on a windy day, and it's very wind-resistant, and if you do stake it down or tie it down, you don't have to worry about it blowing over. Um, the nice thing also is that it has what we call a dual-purpose leveling rack inside of it. So if you did have food with liquid in it and you were going to raise and lower it using the, the leg, the, the, the leveling rack swivels back and forth so that your food will stay level regardless of how you have the sun oven aligned with the sun. So by doing that, you're able to um, keep your food level, but that leveling rack also folds up and can go in the bottom. So in the summer, we don't really need to raise the sun oven up, uh, the sun oven up much you can put the leveling rack, you can fold it up and put it in the bottom, and then you can put, uh, I mentioned you can put a 21-pound turkey, or you can use a much larger pot or pan in it. Now, you never want to set a pot or a pan or a baking bag directly on the floor of the sun oven because the way the sun oven works is there's even heat of the air all the way around the pot, which is doing your cooking. If you had a pot sitting right on the floor of the sun oven, there wouldn't be any air flow around it. But if you take the leveling rack and you set it in the bottom, that allows then the uh, air to flow all the way around what you're cooking, and you can have a much bigger cooking chamber. I covered earlier when we had the question about um, using this pots and pans. As I said, anything that's oven safe, you can use um, in the sun oven. Again, that's a real advantage over many of the homemade solar ovens because with that, all you can use is enamelware, so you can use stoneware or glassware or 
silicone or Dutch ovens. So pretty much anything that's oven safe can be used in the sun oven. You do want to keep in mind, though, that anything you cook in the sun oven other than bakery goods, you do want to cook in a pot with a lid on it, and that can make a, a big difference then because that traps the moisture inside of it. Now, um, unlike a lot of other emergency preparedness items, the sun oven will pay for itself. I was teaching this class last year, a class on sun ovens last year in Arizona, and a gentleman told me that he had bought his sun oven, and he kept very careful track of how long it took for him to pay for it. He paid for it in a little bit less than six months in what he saved in air conditioning costs by doing his cooking outside. So if you like to bake in the summer, you know, on a day when it's over 80 degrees, if you turn on your oven to bake bread, you're going to spend more money to cool your house than the cost of the bread and the energy to cook it combined. So if you can do it outdoors with the sun oven, then you don't have to worry about um, uh, heating up the house and it reduces your air conditioning bills. The same gentleman told me that he kept continuing to keep track of how much he saved by using a sun oven. And then the money he saved on his air conditioning bills by doing his cooking outside in the sun oven, he used to fund the rest of his food storage and emergency preparedness supplies. So it really works well for being able to um, use it for uh, reducing your utility bills. Now, you can use the sun oven to boil water. And if you put water in a pot in a sun oven with a lid on it, it will come to a boil, and um, you can definitely boil water in it. But if you want to use the sun oven for purifying drinking water, what you can do is you can pasteurize it. Now, at most altitudes, water boils at 212 degrees, but it takes as much energy to bring water from 200 degrees to 212. The last 12 degrees take as much energy as bringing it from the ambient temperature up to 200. So the old adage of watch pot never boils, um, somewhat is true. It just takes a long time to get those degrees, added degrees in it. With a sun oven, um, you can actually pasteurize water at a temperature of 150 degrees. And actually, you don't need a sun oven to do that. You can do it with any fuel source. Pasteurization will kill all the same germs that boiling will. To pasteurize water, you just need to bring it to a temperature that's above 150 degrees for six minutes, and then the, the water is safe to drink. Um, now, of course, when you boil, you have the visual indication of the bubbles, and the bubbles let you know that the water is safe to drink. When you're pasteurizing, um, there's a little device that's available for the sun oven, and we'll talk about the package that comes with a little bit later, that's called a WAPI, or water pasteurization indicator. And there's a, a a plastic tube that has wax in it, and the wax is a green color. When the wax melts and goes to the bottom of the tube, then you know the water is pasteurized and it's safe to drink. If you take it out of the water, then you can take and um, uh, you'll read the wax will harden in less than two minutes. You just turn the wappy or the little plastic tube upside down, put it back in, and you could reuse it hundreds of times. I've done projects in Haiti where people have been using the same WAPI every day for three years, so I know you can use it a lot over and over again. And the benefit of pasteurizing over boiling is just speed. It's just that it's something that you can do a lot quicker. And if you're ever in a preparedness situation where you're trying to use your sun oven for cooking and dehydrating and boiling uh, for your drinking water, you're able to then do that with the um, in a lot less time by using a WAPI. Now, many people will keep a piece of cheesecloth with their sun oven, and then if you gathered water from a stream or gathered it from a roof, if you poured it through the cheesecloth, any solid impurities then could be filtered out with the cheesecloth, 
and then you could take and um, uh, you pasteurize the water after it was filtered, and it will work real well by, with the water pasteurization indicator. Another great use of the sun oven is to use it as a solar dehydrator or dryer. And when you dehydrate, um, most foods you dehydrate, you want to dehydrate at temperatures that are someplace uh, between 110 and 150 degrees Fahrenheit. And um, so in the sun oven, what you do is if you take one of the latches that latches the glass door in place and you turn that latch in and you set the glass on top of it, that will leave the glass raised up about a half an inch below above the gasket, allows moist air to um, escape from the sun oven and allows it then to stay at a low enough temperature they can use it for dehydrating and drying. And uh, one of the great advantages of um, drying in the sun oven is if you're doing something that's got a little bit of an odor to it, um, uh, something like jerky or peppers or onions, you can dry that in the sun oven, dehydrate that in the sun oven, keep the odor of it outside. But if you are in a preparedness situation at a time your garden's ready to be harvested, you'd, you'd want to really... Um, be able to have a way to harvest your own food storage and create your own food storage, and the sun oven works real well for drying foods or um, vegetables or making jerky. And uh, uh, we'll be talking a little bit later about the package that's available with the sun oven. It does come with a dehydrating kit to allow you to do multiple levers of drying at the same time. Now, some of the preparedness manuals talk about something that's called a wonder box or a tamed heat cooker. And, Anybody's familiar with that concept? The idea is that um, you can take food using a fuel source and you can then get the food half cooked using a fighter or any other fuel source and then you put it inside a well insulated box and you just let it sit in a well insulated box and then the retained heat will allow the food to finish cooking. So even on days when it's totally overcast and you can't use your sun oven for cooking, you can still use it like a wonder box. If you take your food, you get it half cooked with another fuel source, and then you put it in the sun oven, the food will be able to finish cooking, and there's no difficulty with that. So even on days when it's completely overcast, you could still use it for a portion of your cooking. So now I'm sure we've had several more questions. I'd like to take any additional questions that anybody has. Okay, fantastic. And, Paul, this is just amazing. I'd like to just say to my audience real quick that, Guys, you've heard me talking about this thing, and I know many of you have wanted and have setting money aside to partake on getting yourself a sun oven, and this is an amazing offer, and trust me, you know that we do not promote anything on our website that we do not feel is worthy of your money, your time, and your energy, and this is just something that will help you so much. You know we are 100% off-grid with solar power for our home, and it is just amazing, and to be able to use use and harness that sun to cook our food has just been phenomenal and such a big help for us and a big savings. We don't have an air conditioner, so it really helps in the summertime. And I wanted to also mention that you had uh, mentioned all about cooking on a table. I actually made a, a table for my sun oven uh, kitchen, and I also use it as a potting table. It's in my garden, and that is actually, there's a how-to found on that, a new Pioneer magazine. So I made that from pallets, so it's a real another inexpensive you can add to your to your home to go with the sun oven. You're gonna you're gonna purchase for yourself. But I do have a bunch of really interesting questions, Paul. Um, okay. One is can I can I use a sun oven indoors through a window? 
Well, um, I'll say yes and no. Um, if you have a window that's relatively new, and by that I mean a window that has been installed in the last 25 years, probably not. Um, the window will filter too much sun out. If you have an older window that uh, doesn't have a high iron content in it, um, there's a slight possibility that you could use it if it's facing south and has all the right conditions. But we always tell people if you're buying it with the idea that that's what you're going to do, we suggest you don't buy it because we don't want you to be disappointed. And um, um, people with older homes and older windows have had great success in cooking through windows, but you're going to lose at least 20% of the temp of the sunlight regardless of the type of window, but if it's a window that's more modern, if it's a window that's been installed in the last 10 years, I'm very sure you probably wouldn't be able to do it because the iron content in the glass would be too high. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. And the screen would pretty much be the same thing then, too. You know, no, the screen, the screen will filter a little bit. Of, you can do it through a screen door. It's going to filter a little sun out. I mean, you you probably lose maybe 10, 15% of it, but no, you can do it through a screen door if you choose. That's not a problem. It's, again, you, you'd have to have a, one facing south, and keep in mind that if you were going to use it in the morning and your screen door faced south, then you'd need it to be facing southeast, and that'd be somewhat difficult to do through a screen door. But uh, you can cook through a screen door, or some people use their sun ovens and, like, screened-in shelters and um, find it filters a little sun, but it still works. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Um, the next question question is, how do I clean it? Okay, well, the um, you probably, my wife were listening, you see that we always have a big disagreement about how you clean the inside. Now, keep in mind that any time you use the sun oven, um, you are, anything other than bakery goods, you cook in a pot or a pan with a lid on it, or you cook in a baking bag that's sealed tight, so you don't get splattering in the sun oven the same as you do in your regular oven. The only time you ever... Um, need to uh, clean the inside is if you're like me and you're clumsy. Now, if you're talking to my wife and she's not very clumsy and she almost never spills anything, but if she does, she takes a dish rag, she puts some soap on it, and she just wipes out the inside of it, then rinses the dish rag once or twice to make sure there's no soap residue and carefully you know, cleans the inside of it. Um, if I spill it, I just take and turn it on the side and spray it with a garden hose. So um, it's just a man's way of doing it, which, of course, is the easier way or a woman's way of doing it. But uh, the inside of it cleans uh, just, just with regular dish soap. You can wipe it right out. It's an anodized aluminum. It's very durable. The reflectors in the glass you clean with Windex or any kind of um, uh, window cleaner that uh, you, you have. And uh, the reflectors will polish right up with, with Windex or any vinegar water or any kind of window cleaning. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> My husband would be right there with you with the hose. <laughs> <laughs> I might join you too on occasion. <laughs> I tend to I tend to try to put too much in my sun oven because my guys are like enormous eaters. So I I try to shove as much as I can in it, and it all cooks nice. Sometimes it cooks over, so depending on what's putting in there. But um, another question here is how safe is it? And and will I need to be concerned about getting burned? Okay, the sun oven is extremely safe. The reflectors do not get hot at all. The box, the outer um, plastic box of the sun oven, doesn't get hot from the oven if it's sitting in the direct sun. It might get a little bit hot from the direct sunlight shining on it, kind of like your car does when it's sitting in the sun, but it's not hot enough to anywhere come near burning you. The only part that's hot on the sun oven that's exposed is the surface of the glass. 
For example, when it's 350 degrees inside the sun oven, the outside surface of the glass gets up to about a, um, 155 degrees Fahrenheit, which is going to sting you if you touch, but it's really not going to burn. But there's actually an advantage to that getting hot because we say that gets hot enough to keep your neighbor's dog from eating your pot roast. Um, any animal that's out in the daytime will sense the heat and will stay away from the sun oven. Um, now, when you open the sun oven, if the temperature says 350 degrees, it's 350 degrees just like your regular oven. So you do need to use hot pads or oven mitts just as you would with a regular oven. Um, so in the oven chamber itself, um, if you don't use hot pads or don't use um, oven mitts, you definitely will get burned. But as far as using it in normal cooking, there's nothing exposed to the exterior that you have to worry about at all getting burned when you um, are cooking in the sun oven. Good. Yep. Yeah, it does It does get hot just like a regular oven. I always warn my people when I'm doing my videos to be careful because nothing else is hot, but the inside certainly is. <laughs> And I've been working with the sun oven for years, and at least once a year, I still do the same thing. I say, boy, that doesn't look hot, and I reach inside and realize how stupid I am. <laughs> so, so I'm not the only one, then. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody does that, because it, it just doesn't look hot. You just think, well, it looks like air. It can't be hot in there, but, but it really is hot. Right. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, Paul, that's all the questions I have here for today um, from everybody. Thank you all for They were great. Well, Paul, thank you so much for your time today and sharing all this really valuable information with my audience. I'd also like to remind everybody that is listening that you can go to treyerwilderness.com slash sunoven to see the special offer that's being uh, put available to all of you for listening into the radio show today. So, again, that's treyerwilderness.com slash sunoven. Check it out and uh definitely uh, consider uh, taking advantage of the great special that Paul has put out there. And again, Paul, thank you so very much. I really appreciate it, and we will definitely be connecting again in the future. Thanks so much. Everyone stay safe, be prepared, and until our next show, you guys take care, and God bless. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where you will learn something new every week. We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at treyerwilderness.com. And be sure to connect with us on iTunes. Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you.